Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Come on and sing in the key of Q. <laughs> Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him. Praise the Lord, niggas. How's everybody doing? How's everybody in the house tonight? Let me see your outfits. <laughs> <laughs> your hair is making. Fr- I want to add. Well, Wagwan. You're so irritating. <laughs> like, I don't give you all. I didn't. When you got your hair braided, I did not give you all of this. But you I have these long, luxurious goddess locks. They're not goddess locks. They're just regular old faux locks. Let me tell you something. I'm not calling them goddess locks like goddess locks where the chip be out on the end curled up and you dip it in hot water. I'm talking about you look like a Nubian goddess. So I'm oh, calling God. them goddess locks. Hi, queen. What's up, queen? You just irritate my soul. But man. you love it, though. You love it. Anyway. How are you? I got I got my hair braided because I was just tired of looking at my hair and I didn't want to twist it no more. So I just needed a break. No That's big real. deal. People get their hair braided every day, all the time. I know. It's 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 all protective styling summer seventeen for me. Listen, mine this is not even about protect this is about lazy, being lazy and slothful, not really wanting to touch my hair for That's the next really, month or so. That's really what it's always about, but I I like to say protective styling because it sounds nice. It's 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 like in style. It's like trendy yeah. to be protective yeah. styling. But really, I, all I have to do is spray my scalp with oil. Like it's lit. That's it. So welcome back to episode seven of Getting Grown. Shout out to everyone who has, you know, sent us a tweet, left a comment on our Instagram, um, sent us an no, email. No. Yes, or even stopped us on the street to say that you <laughs> listened yes. to the show. We yes. really appreciate it. We have to forgive us. Well, you have to forgive me because I'm, you know, sh- getting used to this. And it is a little off-putting when people, like, flag you down on the metro and say, Hey, girl, I'm listening to you right now. <laughs> I had a girl tweet me. She was like, I just saw you. Are you in Queens? I was like, yeah. <laughs> I'm in Queens. Oh, my, my. So, hey, Queen. What's up, Queen? Yeah. Okay, keep saying hi. It's cool. I mean, I'll get used to it eventually. Um, shout out! I don't even remember the young man's name. Kevin, I th- I think I might be making that up. Either way, you know who you are, son. I saw you right outside the <laughs> Silver Spring Metro Station. You were just as pleasant as you could be, and walked up and said that you were listening to the show. Thank you. I truly Thank appreciate you, it. I think that's his name. Lord God, I hope so. Anyway, y'all know that I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 t- I tend to be good with names. So sometimes, you know, not so much, but I'm terrible. God be praised. Yes, that is fact. That is fact. <laughs> you I know, you love, you read my life. You really do. You That's not life. a read. You, you said it and then I just confirmed. How is that a read? It's confirmation. Girl rest. I thought of you because I purchased some. <laughs> I purchased some foundation for my kit. I had a makeup client this weekend. I purchased some foundation for my kit, not for her specifically, but just I saw uh, a shade that I, you know, I'm trying to fill up my little foundation palette and I saw a shade and the name of the shade, I just (laughs) laughed. I just, just ask me what the name of the shade was. What was it? What was it? It was Cashew. (laughs) 
first I'm a soup, now I'm a nut. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> that cashew That's took trash. I was standing right in the store. I just cackled right there and all the people were stunned. And I was like, listen, I'll be fine. Just don't worry. I'm okay. Did you buy buy it for your kit? I certainly did. It's in there right now. Well, I know that my face is going to be taken care of. It's going to be nice. Oh, girl. Nutty. Here you go. Oh, my God. You're so gross. Anyway. I didn't even meet. I didn't even. (laughs) But black women (laughs) (laughs) self-care. Oh, my word. In black oh women's self care this week, I. Oh, uh, yeah. We that. had a listener send us a tweet. She sent us a tweet and asked us if black women's self care was like not happening anymore. Since we just been trying to read down these emails. Ooh, girl. We're we going to get into black women's self care. It's going to be, it's a reoccurring thing. Don't worry. Don't Let's you worry your head. Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's all I got. How was your weekend? Uh, <laughs> uh, there was good and there was bad. No, oh, Lord. Fractured my foot. Um, Are you going to tell the people why? How? Are you just going to you gonna tell the people why? I might as well. I might as well tell you all because I have already acknowledged my own. We have had a conversation about reacting versus responding. And this week I did not practice what I preached. Mm. So we're driving down the street. Um, I told you all I am still a work in progress. <laughs> we're driving down the street and we're at a red light and as you know it's two little niggas wrestling in the street and i thought they were fighting initially but then they're laughing and they throw a bike in front of our car and then run away so i'm like what what is happening right now so i rolled the window down i said can you all move the bike out the street because the light's changing the little boy turns around and says suck my dick i said oh okay I got out the car. I put my hand in my pocket because I always keep pepper spray on me. And he ran across the street and I saw like 11 other little niggas. And I said, I don't, there's not enough in this canister for all of them. Then I looked adjacent and there was the police. So I said, all right, this is not a good idea. I was pissed. So disrespect is very triggering for me. I really try not to fight all my battles, but disrespect is a huge trigger for me in many forms. And so I was very prepared to, to, to really lay these hands and, um, it didn't happen because I'm also not stupid, but I am because I kicked his bike. I was I was going to Hulk throw it. I should have stomped it. I didn't have Tim's on that day. And in all of my anger, I kicked the shit out of it. Fracture the top of my foot. It's a hairline fracture. Contusions. <laughs> and, <laughs> and yeah, so here I am on crutches with a boot on my foot. I look like I got bunion surgery. And I have learned my lesson. So... There we have it. Make sure you <laughs> respond versus react, or you be out here like me, the city MD. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's just always boils down to like, you know, catching yourself in those moments when yeah. it's like, you know, your instincts run away with you. One day like, I'll tell the story of Old Navy where I caught myself, but we'll do that on another day. And so, yeah. oh, so the good, so I, so, uh, I got my, <laughs> I got my it's nose good. pierced. <laughs> I got my nose pierced this weekend. Didn't you have it, your nose pierced before? Nope. Everybody says that to me. Everybody thinks I have my nose pierced. I don't know why I thought you had your nose pierced. I swore you did at mm-hmm. some point. No? Nope. 
Nope. I have many things, tattoos and tons of other stuff, but no nose piercings until now. I have been contemplating getting my nose pierced since I was 16, like a smooth 16 years. My husband made fun of me, told me I was too old to get that done now. I said, watch this and did it. So, <laughs> so he came with me. <laughs> of like a dare. It wasn't a dare. It was. I'm not a frat boy. I know I wanted it. And I finally was like, you know what? You're not going to tell me that I'm too old to get this done. Like there are beautiful 85 year old Indian women out here with these gorgeous ornaments. I'm like, why can't I be out here beautiful and regal too? Fuck it. How was your weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm not judging. I would get my nose pierced. I've actually thought about it, but I really like my nose. Like my nose is one of the few things on my face that I really am into. And I'm concerned that if I were to pierce it, I would damage it in some way <laughs> or, or like what? change it. I just <laughs> no, feel like I would change it. I do. Most of the time, I feel like if something terrible is going to happen, it's going to happen to me. So, <laughs> so like that's, all, just, that's just the way my mind is set up on most like when it comes to most things. I've often thought about piercing my nose like just a really super small, teeny, tiny, tiny piercing for Jesus right in my. But um <laughs> But I've just never done it because I'm just like, what if I hate it? Or what if it like changes everything? And I, I like hate my nose. I think it would be gorgeous on you. I know your mother would have a fit. She would combust. Literally. Literally be pissed. She would combust. She would. I don't, she would not be happy about that at all. No, no. My mother blows a gasket over everything. But at this point she just looks at me and goes, you know, I just don't. And it's that's pretty much the gist of of how we communicate. But um, I don't know I why your nose is the only thing you like on your face. You've got these gorgeous cheekbones. My face all talking, wait, together like not, one big moon. This is moon not cookie. what this is about. <laughs> I, I was saying that I'm just trying to. I don't know. That's the, those are the things that stop me. But I feel like you know I have these life crises like around my birthday. So maybe around my birthday I might like you know just do something so that I won't accept the fact that I'm aging. <laughs> I do Let's I do crazy you. things like Let's go. that's why I got my tragus pierced there was last like 4th of July or Memorial Day or something I was just like oh god let's go it was just <laughs> it was totally impulsive it was not something that I had planned to do it was just like okay the I same thing how it is. the same thing when I got my belly pierced I was literally walking on I was in Atlantic City with, with uh, some of my friends from uh, Yukon. I was with Kosh and Stacy. Shout out to you guys. And I was totally just like, I'm gonna get my belly pierced right now. Like that. <laughs> it was totally like, totally like. I didn't. It That's wasn't. It was, a, for, it was me and my friend Paula. Paula is, I think, 34, and she was like, "You know what? I want it." And I said, "Me too." And we went. Listen, maybe I'll. Uh, maybe that I'll end up with a nose ring one day. I'm just just on a whim, but right now I still have nerves about it. It's not it's not bad at all. It's literally like getting a shot. I have it's heard. I have heard. No, I have heard that it hurt. No, it's literally a pain. I have had a, a no grown time. man, a grown man who got his nose pierced one time, told me that it was the worst pain he'd ever experienced. Can I tell you something about grown men? Mm-mm. No shade, because I know there are so many kings that listen to our show. <laughs> That's going you know this you shade all. is coming, right? Shade is coming. Just because of the whole tap for the rest of the episode. Listen, listen, because uh, she got real whole teppy in that in that disclaimer, so she getting so ready to kids. say something. We appreciate you. However, they don't take pain like we do. It is what it is. They don't. 
They don't take pain like we do. So if he's up here hollering and, and, and whooping about this little pinch, it literally is like getting a shot. Like the, the dude told me to breathe in. I breathed in and he clicked. It was done. It was literally over. Can you hear it? The worst part, probably not. The worst part about getting my tragus pierced was I heard the crunch. Uh, I heard the crunch too. And it also, it just felt like pressure. It didn't hurt. Um, I, but I have sat through a half of a sleeve of a tattoo. So we'll see. And I have not. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I have not. And that, that's just the truth. It is. No, um, that's real. The man did, when he, when he pierced my tragus, I, the thing went through my ear and I, I held my breath and I did not, like, I, and he was like, okay, let it out. <laughs> and I turned, I didn't turn, like, he was just like, you okay? I, I think I just, like, held my breath for a little longer than I had, was supposed to, but just because I was not anticipating to hear the sound that I heard mm-hmm. and that scared me. So I, I didn't get lightheaded, but he gave me like a sugar pill. He was like, this is, <laughs> just to be sure you don't like pass out when you stand up. Okay. That's just so good little, to have. Like, it's just a little glucose. It's just fine. I'm like, okay. Well, if it's any consolation, your nose is actually less strenuous piercing than your trachea. So I felt like it was still cartilage though. It's, you don't hear a crunch at all. That it doesn't even feel so the same. You know, it's sore it when was, you like lay on your ear. No. It does. It's not. It's I. I have. I barely notice it actually. And I made my own cleaning solution. Of course, you did. Distilled water, mm-hmm. sea salt, and a couple drops of tea tree oil, just for those who might. Be, I know we have a lot of young of ladies who listen to the show. Distilled water, sea salt, and tea tree oil, essential tea tree oil, because it's a natural antiseptic. <laughs> <laughs> That's tips. Thank you, Martha Hood Rat. You're welcome. <laughs> <clears throat> well, all right. We've got 1,000 graduation shout outs. No shade. That was not the shade at all. I'm actually amped because Team Typing Fast is out here typing fast and we about to get in because I love y'all. Yes, we do. Indeed. So, shout out to my sis. <laughs> my sis is popping right now. Like. The first shout out to my sis is from Kay. Kay says, Hi y'all, my name is Kay and I wanted to shout out my friend Nicole. Hey Nicole. Hey, Nicole's Nicole. my Nicole's my middle name. Just like every other black girl born in 1982. <laughs> <laughs> so Nicole is near and dear to me. Hey Nicole and Kay, we'll both be graduating from the University of Baltimore with a Master's of Arts in Publication Design, Graphic Design and Writing Combination on May 24th, we met on our first day on campus in undergrad in 2006 and have been friends ever since. She actually influenced me to apply to the program and I couldn't have gotten through it without her. Now we're starting a branding business together. Hashtag no wrinkle robes. That's it. Hashtag That's it. Su- supportive sis. Hashtag typing real fast. Thanks for being dope. No, thanks for being dope, Kay. We're not dope. Yes. You're dope. You and Nicole are dope. Congratulations. Holla, holla. Holla, The next one comes from Jabari. Hey, Jade and Kia. Hey, Jabari. Hey, Jabari. (laughs) Hey, Jumanji. (laughs) You're so stupid. From Girlfriends. It's a Girlfriends reference. We love Tony Childs. We sure do. Little Jumanji. You know, Jawana Man. Little Jawana Man. (laughs) (laughs) Jimbabwe. I I went to a a, a tangent. Y'all know this is what we do. I went to a Mm -hmm. cost... 
what was it? It was like a formal. When I was at UConn, they had a formal called the mahogany. The Black Student Union called them. It was they had a formal <laughs> called the mahogany during February uh, during Black History Month. And one year the theme was like dressing up like um, a celebrity. And I dressed up as like Tony Childs because I specialized in results. <laughs> I was so pressed. I was so pressed. And this was before I was still scared to wear a red lip at this point. Because listen, but I wore I had my little green dress and I had some yellow pumps. Girl, I thought you couldn't tell me nothing, honey. Anyway, go ahead and read Jabari email. Jabari. Okay, so my name is Jabari, and I just want to begin by saying that you are a blessing to my life because I really need to understand how this adulthood and responsibility thing crept up so damn quick. It's fast as hell, Jesus. Ooh, fast. Anyway, I want to give a shout out to my mama, Mrs. Rachel Scott. She will be graduating next Friday with an associate in paralegal studies and accounting from McCormick College here in Chicago with a 3.8 GPA. Get it, Miss Rachel! Come on, mom! Mind you, she hasn't been in anyone's classroom in almost 40 years. I'm just so incredibly proud of her because I've been right along with her for this ride. And let me tell you, she's earned every bit of this. Also, Tangent. Come on, Tangent. I've recently started my journey of gaining my master's in mental health counseling with a focus on black mental health awareness and treatment from Capella University because Lord knows we need it. Mm-hmm. Peace and blessings, ladies, and keep shining your light on the world. Love you. Thank you, Jabari. Thank you for writing in. Congratulations to you, your mom. You about to do your thing in your master's program, and I know you're going to kill it. Yes. Shout out to you, Miss Rachel, coming through with the magna cum loud right. and things. I see right. you. Come on. Um, The next letter is from Dominique. Dominique says, hey, Cousin Jade and Kia. Hey, hey cuz. First things first, I love the podcast. I'm only 21. Bless your precious little heart. And this fact, this podcast <laughs> is helping me through this thing called adulthood. I will be graduating from the University of Memphis with my BA in, in psychology with minors in pre-health studies and child development on May 6th. Oh, so you already graduated. Congratulations, boo. Congratulations. <laughs> Next spring, I will be pursuing a master's in clinical mil- mental health. And I, too, like my chicken wings fried hard. And I plan to be credentialed just like Cousin Kia. That's it, sis, because don't nobody want no raw chicken out here. It's not safe. It's not safe. But, yes, congratulations, Dominique. I'm super proud of you um, um, for graduating and starting a master's program. Team type it fast. Y'all out here. I'm so proud. All my beauties out here doing this mental health thing, making sure black people get right in the head. I love it. Because nobody, because who in the hell wants a musty brain, right? <laughs> right. Shout out to the friend zone. Shout, Shout out, out to the, the friend, friend zone. zone. <laughs> okay. Our next one comes from Tiffany. I am just, she sent us two emails. So I'm just trying to make sure. All right. Hi, I love your podcast. I wanted to shout out my mom, Patrice Banks, for her upcoming graduation on May 12th. She's graduating with her EDD in curriculum and instruction from Garner Webb University. She's been working in education for over 20 years, and she's my personal hero when it comes to pursuing your dreams in education. Thanks for featuring her on the shout outs. This will make her life. After listening to some of the shout outs, I resubmitted so she could hopefully hear her name out loud. She'd kill me if she didn't. Yes, she would. Love you, Dr. Banks. That is beautiful. Okay, so I'm going to read her other one as well. Okay. I want, uh... Oh, okay, never mind. Nope, that was it. So <laughs> congratulations to Tiffany's mom. Yes, congratulations, Dr. Banks. I'm super proud. And thank you for listening. We got moms listening and everything. Now I got to watch what I say. God, 
God bless y'all. <laughs> I was like, please don't put your mother's onto this. Please. And please don't tell mine. Robbie our next email comes from Robbie Robbie says hey Jade and Kia I love the podcast and if you guys ever come to Canada you can have all my dollars shut up (laughs) I need all the dollars Robbie or anyway I I like these dollars dollars (laughs) Jay has a song in her heart on tonight anyway every time you better sing. I'd love to give a shout out to my best friend, Curlia Joseph. She graduated from Sheridian College in Oakville, Ontario with her degree in interactive design. Ooh. A few reasons why this woman is an inspiration to me is she was able to manage her schoolwork, a job, living in an expensive city all by herself. She's a first generation St. Lucian in Canada. And I know her entire mm-hmm. family is proud of her for busting her ass and typing real fast. I'm extremely lucky to have a friend as good as her. And I'm so proud of her. Congratulations, Carlia. And thank you, Robbie, for writing in. We coming to Canada, to too. We coming. Too. We sure are. I ain't never been, but I'm about, about to buy me a coat. We going. I never been to Ontario. Is it Ontario? Ontario. I keep saying Right, I can talk Ontario. I can, I've Ontario. never been to Ontario. I've been to um Toronto, Montre- and yeah, Montreal. Oh, I want to go to Montreal. I want to go to Canada. Period. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. Our next one comes from Charles Livingston. Hello, Jade and Kia. Thank you so much for being the uplifting Black women that you are, and I love the podcast. We love you. Yes, it's my favorite thing every Tuesday. I'd like to do a couple of shout outs. First, my students, doctors Condell, excuse me, Shondell Bullock, Hallie Harrison, and Venice Jones for graduating from my alma mater, Hampton University, this May with their doctor of pharmacy degrees. All these doctors. I wish them well on their endeavors as soon as as soon to be stellar healthcare professionals. Absolutely. Second, my sister, Jessica Livingston, will be graduating this May from Spelman College with her Bachelor of Science in Biology pre-med. She will be continuing her education at George Washington University this fall in pursuit of a master's in public health with the follow-up goal of medical school beyond that. I'm so very proud of her and wish her well as she continues her journey into healthcare. Much love to all you ladies. Congratulations. Dr. Charles Michael. Dr. Charles (laughs) Michael Livingston. Indeed. That is a distinguished name. I have all... Listen, I... You have to go by all three of your names when you're a doctor. Those are the rules. Just they're unwritten, but those are the rules. Thank you, Dr. Livingston. Shout out to Dr. Bullock, Dr. Harrison, and Dr. Jones graduating from Hampton. And also shout out to Jessica for graduating from Spelman. All these HBCUs, y'all are doing it. Doing it. I'm so proud. The next one. Oh, Asia. Asia's back. We <laughs> Asia, <laughs> Asia, Asia shouted herself out uh, on April 25th. And then she wrote us again because um, she liked to shout out. Um, oh, I, no, no, no. She's saying, thank you for my shout out. I giggled immensely about pronouncing my name. My mother's side calls me Aja. My, da- my dad's side calls me Asia. So you were both right. And my robe is already hung up and ready to go. That's it. No That's wrinkle right. robe. No wrinkle regalia 2017. Hashtag. That's it. Our next one comes from Nijala. She says, hi, play cousins, Jade and Kia. Hey, Hey, cousin. I love the show and everything about it. Thank you for giving us this content every Tuesday. My name is Nijala, and I want to give a shout out to my brother, TJ, who will be graduating on Mother's Day from the Hampton University with both a BA and master's in architecture. I'm proud of him because plenty of people said it would be too hard for him, but he did it. 
And I want to shout out my little cousin, Kiara, who will be graduating from Cannon Mack High School in PA and going to Clark Atlanta University on a full academic scholarship. I'm proud of my family because they are doing the damn thing. As you very well should be. Congratulations to you, TJ and Kiara. I know you all are going to do your thing. And thank you, Najala, for writing in. And thanks for listening, boo. Absolutely. (gasps) We got an email from Judy J. Judy J says, (laughs) Hi, big sisters, Jade and Kia. Can I start by saying I adore this podcast and I'm so proud of you all. As a 26-year-old college grad, being grown is hard to navigate. I'm grateful. I have magical black women to look up to in addition to the subject of my letter. Oh, bless your life. Uh, now I don't write it in. Oh, I don't write in to anyone ev- ever. But this is this needed to be shared. I'm too proud. My mother, at 60 years young, got her bachelor's of science in nursing after being a registered nurse for 30 plus years. This superhero of a mother put herself and my two younger sisters through college while she attended Jacksonville University online. My middle sister graduated last fall from FAU, so we just had baby sister go attending art school in Kansas City for graphic design. We live, in Mi- we live in Miami, so we hopped on the road and drove to Duval to watch my mother walk across that stage. So many late, frustrating nights, but she did it. This is a lesson for all, including myself. You can literally do anything you want. Just put in that work. Love y'all. Off to make my mama proud. The- and she sent us pictures. Congratulations. 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 I'm so, yes, come on, mom. so, so proud. You didn't give us mommy. She is baby. posing down in these photos, Listen. too. And Do you see this nat- on the steps? Listen, <laughs> that, you see this wedge, this Mary Jane wedge, mother like has serving. hair blowing in the wind. Like, come My on. Mary Jane wedge. And y'all will get into this pose. No teeth. Sure Smiles with no teeth. That's it. <laughs> Judy didn't tell us mom's name, but thank you, Judy, for listening. And thank you, mom, for doing all that you did to help your daughters so and being so inspiring to us and everyone who's listening. Congratulations on earning your bachelor's in nursing. Yes. The next one comes from Kaylin Coghill. Hey, sis. Hey. Hey, girl. Firstly, thank you for being who you are and creating this awesome podcast that I can relate to on a spiritual level. Okay. My name is Kaylin Coghill. Um, (laughs) And then she spelled it linguistically. This is a shout out to myself because despite the odds, infertility, mental health issues, and planning my entire wedding during my last year, I will be defending my thesis dedicated to Solange No's album entitled A Seat at the Table, a repetitive narrative of abuse on May 11th. That's I will it. then be graduating from the illustrious Bowie, Univers- Bowie State University on May 23rd, 2017 with my master's in organizational communications. Next up, a PhD, but I need a year off to catch my breath. Thanks again and shout out to all the ladies doing the damn thing in 2017. Best wishes and so much love. Congratulations to you, Kaylin. You about to bust it up. (laughs) Bust it (laughs) That's it. You did the damn thing too. Come on for this seat at the table. um, Right? I love that. That's what's up. Um, The next email comes from Candice. Candace says, hey, ladies, I want to shout out my boo thing, Sora, a.k.a. Ebony Harley. She is graduating on May 19th from the University of Maryland, Baltimore with the Masters in Social Work. And on May 20th, she did put all those A's. <laughs> it's, sure about, it's about six to seven A's there. On May 20th <laughs> um, from the University of Maryland College Park with the Masters of Business Administration. So wait a second. <laughs> She's getting a Masters in Social Work from UMB and then a Masters... An MBA from College Park. 
yep. on the same year. She has yes. also secured a job and will start this summer. My sister's popping right now. She certainly is. Go, Abby. She sure is. <laughs> Thanks, ladies, for this opportunity. We love this podcast. Thank you, Candice. Congratulations, Ebony, because you had did that, honey. Right? Okay. Go, Abby. <laughs> Get it, Abby. We Little see Abby. you, sis. Little Abby. Because <laughs> she on wipe her down because she on. Abby <laughs> <laughs> from from Maryland, or they, as they say, Merlin, Merlin. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Ebby. <laughs> All right. The next one comes from Makia Williams. Hey, ladies. My name is Makia. Hey, fellow sis Kia. <clears throat> hey. <laughs> Y'all out here. First of all, I love you guys so much. I live in Wisconsin, and contrary to what's told in history books, I believe all Ofes originated from here because this is the <laughs> whitest state I've <laughs> ever lived in. <laughs> I have no friends out here because of this. So being able to listen to you ladies once a week is like getting together with girlfriends to chat about life. And I love it. We love it too, girl. We do too. I wanted to do a graduation shout out for my mommy. She went to school for respiratory therapy and will be graduating May 15th. So proud of her, even if she just went to school out of sheer boredom, (laughs) LOL. (laughs) Now I just have to get my procrastinating ass back in school. Sigh. Keep up the good work, ladies. Go ahead, ma. Shout out. I love how all these mothers are graduating and like right around Mother's Day. That's it. How beautiful is that? I think my undergrad grad no, I'm lying. Wasn't my my undergrad graduation was on Mother's Day weekend if I if I'm not mistaken. I might be greater gift. I might be mistaken though. I don't know. (laughs) Um the next email comes from Tanya. Tanya says, hello, sisters. First off, let me say, start by saying that I love this podcast, especially the Petty Peeves. That's everybody's favorite part, sis. It is everybody's favorite. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, she says, we, Tanya, Quill, and Dee, uh, would like to give a shout out to our girl, Elise Burley, who will be graduating from Nova Southeastern University with her MBA, Concentration in Human Resources Management, on June the 9th, 2017. Thank you, ladies, for making our Tuesdays entertaining. Thanks again, Tanya, Quill, and Dee. Shout out to y'all and shout out to Elise. Congratulations, sis. MBA ain't no bull. All right. Look at this. I love this. We got a group. We got a Golden Girls email, like a whole group. <laughs> Thank you for being a friend. Travel around the world and back Get again. Doom, doom, doom. Your heart, heart is true. true. You're a pal and a confidant. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would. The <laughs> biggest gift would be from me And the no. card attached would say Thank you for being a friend <laughs> We all yeah. are The next one comes from another one of our kings Jared <laughs> Oh my lord God this is just tickling me. Thank you too for the weekly doses of truth, love, and honesty. I'm just listening to this week's episode as I type this because I had a trying early week preparing for my defense. Mm. I have to shout myself out. You That's better. It. On today, May 4th, which has, which has passed, yes. 2017 at 1.17 p.m. Come you on, time. time. You better know it like your birth. What you is better. your height? <laughs> I don't even know what time mine was, but carry oh, on. I'm one. 
163 inches, 230 pounds. Read Jared's email and stop carrying on. <laughs> I became Jared C. Collins, PhD. Do it. My degree will be conferred in August and my commencement ceremony is in December. Kia, I am up to a proud member of Team Type and Fast. My doctoral degree is in marriage and family therapy. I love that. My dissertation topic was on marital stability of married African-American parents, influences on the dating and marital choices of their male children. My word. Right? That's a word. As soon as I finish crying, I open my weekly podcast. Thank you, lovely ladies, for the joy that you bring to my life, as well as others each week. Thanks, Dr. Collins. That's it, Dr. Collins. Send me that dissertation. That sounds like a read, honey. That That sounds like like, That sounds amazing. I would also like like to read that, especially being a a black family. That sounds like a read, honey. Go ahead and slide that over our way. We would love to take a gander. Insights into the dating and marital choices of black men. That's that's what that sounded like to me. That's that's exactly what that sounds like. Dr. Collins, you out here. You out here. Where you at? Come to New York so I can can be my therapist. (laughs) Shout out to you. Congratulations. And and now I feel bad because I don't know what time I became Dr. Robinson. Uh, I can go back and look at my videos and my phone when I was hollering. Yeah, man. We can probably do that. Did you know that Crystal and I... Do you know this man? So we sat during the... um, Pledge of Allegiance. Oh God, where? At your at at your when you walked. <laughs> oh, at my graduation. At, at your graduation, not at your. I'm dissertation. talking about at the defense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because okay. that's when you actually become. But yes, I'm sure you did sit down to, at the thing. We I'm sure, sure you did. did. Remember when the lady at the <laughs> that was like we had a very interesting invocation. It was like a prayer, but not really a prayer. Yeah. And I, I was sitting. Where I was sitting with the graduates and I could hear my mother reacting to the <laughs> invocation <laughs> from my seat. What was she, she saying? She didn't really pray. She was just like, let's all have a moment. Where you, whatever you choose to do with this time, you can do it. My mother was like, well, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That is not a prayer. An invocation means prayer. That's the definition. <laughs> I was like, oh, Lord. Lord God. <laughs> Well, listen, listen. Invocation is a word. I know what that means. Invocation doesn't mean moment. I say, okay, sis. Well, I love Mama Kia. And Mama Kia is quiet too. Y'all don't. She's like, she's like, she's she's like real low. She's what you know, mild mannered. Mm. Anyway, let's let's those move are, on. Those are the kind that read you the best. <laughs> mild mannered. Anyway, we're not talking about her because y'all still can't tell her about this. But anyway, the next email comes from Caroline. Caroline, we Caroline. Whoa, oh, oh. um, why are we singing so much? I don't know. <laughs> Caroline says, "Hey, Jaden Kia, love the podcast. Thanks for bringing a smile to my face every week. Would love to shout out my amazing dad, Charles, who graduated with his Doctor of Education in Organizational Leadership from Grand Canyon University last weekend at the young age of sixty-five. That's he right. promised his dad he would get a PhD when he was in his twenties. And while Grandpa isn't alive anymore, I'm sure the joy and pride in my dad's face all day radiated all the way to him. Keep the keep the great work going, and thank you." Thank you, Caroline. And shout out to your dad, Charles. Dr. Charles. Dr. Charles. That that literally made me like, yeah, that gave me a little feel. I'm a little emotional. Shout out to y'all. All right, guys. We got like eight more to go. Bear with us. Y'all are out here. (laughs) (laughs) Word. (laughs) 
Yeah, Hi, Jade and Kia. I feel like you guys are my sisters from another mister. I'm so glad there's a podcast hosted by two black women talking about getting through this life and avoiding the bookings when people try your nerves. Ooh, and That's do it. it every day. Keep up the good work. I'll be sending a petty peeve your way soon. Anyway, I just wanted to send a quick graduation shout out to my little brother-in-law, Joel Owen, for graduating today, May 5th, from the University of Georgia with his Master of Science in Forest Resources. That is interesting. Hmm. He is one of the very few black students that even study this program, and we are so proud of him for making it through. His long-term goal is to work for the government and wildlife conservation <clears throat> and as a student, he was able to go to Brazil and work on conservation efforts for the blue and yellow macaw. Oh, wow. That Now I want to go and read up on that. Also, not sure if you guys have seen this picture floating around, but please shout out Savannah Tomlinson for her yearbook quote. I'm shocked that her school even allowed that to be printed. And that is that wonderful picture floating around that says anything is possible if you sound Caucasian on the phone. Because they allowed it to be printed because it's the truth. Honestly. It is the honest to God truth. And they'd be taking away her rights as an American if they didn't. True indeed. Oh, and yeah, Joel. Okay, I did say Joel. So yes, shout out to Joel. And thank you, Keisha, for writing in. And then shout out to Savannah Tomlinson for that timeless and iconic quote. Indeed. The next uh, email is from Desiree Jones. Desiree says, hi, Kate, Kia, and Jade. My name is Desiree, and I like and like everyone else, I want to start off by saying how much I love getting grown. Listening to two smart, hilarious black women in, admit to being perfect and who are dedicated to doing better and helping us do better also is amazing. Today, I want to shout out two of my best friends graduating this Saturday, May 13th. Vanessa and Chelsea are both graduating from Mercy University in Georgia with degrees in psychology and creative writing, respectively. I met these two beautiful and smart ladies in our freshman year at Mercer, and we have been together through it all since. I met two sisters, and I'm so incredibly proud of them. I also want to shout myself out. I will be also be graduating from Mercer with a degree in political science and communication studies. I will be attending the University of Alabama in the fall to start a master's program at program in American studies. After that, I plan to obtain a PhD and be a professor. I'm not in team typing fast yet, but I'm team typing moderately with some typos. <laughs> moderately with some typos and it's going well. Thank you so much for all that you do. I can tell that it isn't easy, but y'all are doing so well. I've been listening since the beginning and I'll listen to the end. All the best, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. Thank you, Desiree. Shout out to you and shout out to Vanessa and Chelsea. Mercer's graduation is going to be popping on the 13th. And you still type typing fast. Absolutely. Listen, moderately with typos. I type fast with typos. That typo demon, I rebuke it. it. Call it, it out. There. It's so evil. Ugh. Oh, but it lives. It lives. All right. The <laughs> next one comes from Hillary. Hello, Jade and Kia. My name's Hillary. And I first want to say thank you so much for this podcast. Y'all are amazing. Thank you so much for listening. Thank I you. relate you, to you guys so much as a bisque shaded member of Team Come on. Fast. Come on. Come all on. All around relatable. Cashews. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, now you can go get cashews, sis. But I would like to shout myself out as I graduate from Tarleton. Oh, sh excuse me. Tarleton. Carlton. Carlton. Tarleton. Okay. Tarleton. Tarleton. Okay. <laughs> Tarleton State University on May 13th with a bachelor's degree in communication studies in English. During my time at Tarleton, I served as my newspaper's first black editor in chief after starting out hey. as a sports writer. Thank you so much in advance. And I love and appreciate you guys immensely. We love and appreciate you guys for writing in and congratulations to you, sis. Hillary, that's what's up. The next email Hillary. comes from Hillary. The next Hillary. email comes from Farron. 
Farron says, hi, Jade and Kia. Um, I will be graduating from Georgia State University with my Master's of Science in Health Administration on Wednesday. I'm so excited. The journey has not been easy, but I'm so glad I made it. Thank you so much for the shout out. I love the show. You ladies are amazing. No, Farron, you are amazing. I hope you, you enjoy amazing. graduation on Wednesday. Yeah, this yes. week. Get your life. You do it. All right. The next one comes from Nanika. Yep. Hey, guys, this isn't a graduation announcement, but hopefully you guys will see it anyway. (laughs) I want to give a huge shout out to my sister, Mika. Right after high school, she received a full ride to The Ohio State University for Chemical Engineering. Yes. About halfway, come on, Scarlet and Gray. About halfway through her second year, she gave up her scholarship to join the United States Army. Wow. Now, five years later, she is coming home and returning to OSU to finish her degree, and they are giving her her scholarship back due to her being a vet. Our God is awesome. He can he move do it? mountains. Yes, he will. Won't he do it. <laughs> Even though I am the older sister, she is truly my hero. Also, huge thank you to both of you for spreading your black girl magic all over these podcast streets. You are appreciated. Y'all are spreading it all over these streets, all exactly. over this world. Ontario, everywhere. I know, right? I just come home from work and sit down in front of this microphone. That's it. (laughs) The next email comes from Candice. Candice says, hi, Jade and Kia. Just wanted to say how much I love your podcast. I'm still on my journey of getting grown day by day. Girl, we all are. I I appreciate your podcast and I love the humor and words of wisdom. I'm writing to let you guys know that I will be returning to school this fall to UCLA to get a teaching credential and master's degree in education. This will be my second master's degree. However, I sought out the program primarily for the teaching credential as I want to be a high school teacher. I'm a former UCLA alumni, and I'm so excited to be returning to my dream school. Keep up the great work with your podcast. And Jade, I do listen to you on Jade and XD as well. And no, <laughs> no, it's not too much Jade every week. Thanks again. And go Bruin. <laughs> Thank you, girl. I'm not worried about them ashy haters. They don't even have no fitted sheets. On too them. much Jade. It's just too much. So Jade much died. Jade. I hate Jade. Ugh, oh she's God. dry. She's oh dry. My. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Haters going hate. Potatoes going potato. Potatoes going on the potato. Girl, read this email. Trevana Hughes. Hey, Jaden Kia. I'm loving this podcast. It's so refreshing. On May 12th, I'll be graduating from Prairie View and A&M University with a Master's of Science in Accountancy. Yes. Come on. CPA certification up next. Thank you so much for recognizing the ones that spent years getting an education in the age of the Instagram model. Oh, yeah, fashion over. Hashtag team typing fast. Hashtag we out here. All love, Trevana. Hi, Trevana. Congratulations, Trevana. And the very last graduation shout out sent to us by Kyle. Kyle says, hello, Jade and Kia. I'm from Atlanta. (laughs) ATL. (laughs) ATL. (laughs) I I love the both of you. I swear this podcast was so needed. Um, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to one of my favorite cousins. His name is Jared. He just earned a master's of education in college student affairs administration from UGA, University of Georgia. Hey. Be- before that, he graduated from Tufts University with a Bachelor of Arts in American Studies and Sociology. I am super proud of him. He has studied abroad in Ghana and interned in places I dream of traveling to. He is amazing and I love him so much. Thank you for shouting him out. Be blessed. P.S. Can't wait till you guys start doing live shows. Oh, my Lord. You <laughs> said my, <laughs> my girlfriend and I will be front row center speaking elevation and longevity into the atmosphere. I receive it, Kyle. Come on, Black Love. Yes. <laughs> I'm putting it out there for you, too. I receive it. I am we nervous about that. I just feel like, what? <laughs> Clap and spread. Clap this and is, spread. It's episode seven, guys. 
<laughs> a live show. Oh, Jesus. Help us. Woo! And 45 whole minutes later, y'all niggas are still graduating. And I just love it. I just love it, love it, love it. Like, forgive us, please. If y'all are tired of the graduation shout-outs, just bear with us, please. I just, as a nerd myself, graduation is a big deal. Not necessarily just a ceremony, but you just want somebody to acknowledge the fact that you put in all this work. You typed all them papers. You, you deserve studied all for all papers. Right. You just you studied for all those tests. So if nobody else is going to shout you out and say I'm proud of you know that Jaden Key is going to shout you out and say that we're proud of you and now we can move swiftly quickly expeditiously on into the kitchen table talk grab your snacks yes grab your snacks oh expeditiously always makes me think of lean on me get those chains off the doors get those chains off the doors smoke crack don't you oh Sam's I know all right let's get around this kitchen table so this week in Kitchen Table Talk, we're kind of going to merge Kitchen Table Talk along with Honesty Box. Honestly? Truly. We are yeah, going man. to talk about situationships. My lord. Which <laughs> seem to be a triggering conversation for many of you as you pointed out on the Twitter streets. So we got a tweet asking us, how do you know that you're in a situationship? So we're going, we found an article online where we're going to break down nine reasons as she has broken down in this article. And we'll make sure we post the link in the description box. Um, as to how you know that you're in a situationship. So we're going to start off with number one. You don't have a title. <clears throat> well, that's it. <laughs> that's that's really the main number one. I know there's many of you out here living your what's Lynn's last name? We have Tony Childs. Lynn. And then Lynn. I don't know what Lynn's last Did name she was. She have a last name. Maybe she didn't have a last name. But I anyway. was about to say Lynn Whitfield. Like, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's definitely not right. No, no thin line. No thin green line. line. Green leaves. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I love green, green leaves. I haven't watched it. Oh my gosh. I know. But so, no, you don't have a title. I know a lot of you are out here living this Lynn lifestyle where you're very free and black and I love it. You know, I'm a part of that. But I have a title because we need some definition up in this piece. Like we need to know what's happening right here. It needs to be very clear and defined as to who we are to one another. So I think maybe we should back up a little bit and read this definition of a situationship because I you feel like that is right. ve- it was very compelling and it struck me <laughs> because, you know, well, yeah, we'll just the, read it. Well, the uh, Urban Dictionary describes a situationship as any problematic relationship characterized by one or more unresolved interpersonal conflicts, usually confused with dating. She, uh, the the author of the article goes on to say the overall dating climate is changing and formalities are harder to find. Instead, there's this awkward meandering through something that feels like something that leads to sex that may or may not be something that continues for a time until one party wants to make it an official something. <laughs> Let's make it official. So basically, it's a pseudo relationship. That's what it is. That's that's what a situationship is. What? Nothing. <laughs> no, say it. No, I'm just saying. Okay, so how, the tweets was how do how do you know that you're in a situationship uh, that we got? We did get a tweet from one of our listeners today that how do you know it's in a situationship or how do you know when to, you know, 
Like what happens when you realize it's a situation shit before the other person does? To my answer to that is, uh, I, I I feel like everybody's always pretty clear on what it is <laughs> because you know what yeah. it's not. So like if if you don't know definitively, if you can't say definitively what it is, but you can definitively say what it's not, then it's a situation shit. It's a situation shit. Um, and. There's nothing wrong with that if that's okay with you, but if that's not what you want, then it's your responsibility to, to localize uh, that. Yeah, that's really what it is. Um, <laughs> that's really what it is. So you got to open your mouth. One of the things, okay, I asked someone who has dated a hologram. <laughs> I have dated a hologram. I'm not proud of it, but and and it's not something that you intentionally do. It's not something that I set out like, oh, you know, I'm gonna date this nigga and not tell nobody, <laughs> um, or not do like, you know, that's not something that you set out to do. It just kind of happens, and it's something that you find yourself in, and you have to kind of make your make, you know, when you realize that you're in it because it does happen, come at you fast. You have to realize that it's your responsibility to do something about it. Yeah. You got to open your mouth and say, well, so what are we, what are we doing? Like, be very clear. Don't dance around it. None of that. Like, and, and don't confuse that also with jumping too fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You dealing with somebody, you all are, you all are dating as, you know, however you want to define that, but you all are dating for all intents and purposes. And you are seeing where it's going. Don't confuse that with saying, okay, now what are we doing? This is a situation ship is something like we said, it's a pseudo relationship. So it's something that you've put time into. It's something that you've invested. It is basically something that mocks a relationship that is not. So don't, don't confuse the two be out here after three weeks. Talk about what are we doing? <laughs> like give it a little time. So anyway, now we're going, now we're going to get back into it. So we said the number one is you don't have a title. So that's pretty much, that's clear. That's defined. That's what it is. You don't have a title with one another. You're doing what you're doing, but there's ambiguity there. Number two, you have half a man is better than no man thoughts of resolve. Okay. So that can be translated in you trying to convince yourself. That you can handle this. So if you, if you have moments of when you're trying to defend what it is that you're doing, um, yeah. even to, you know, to someone else, or if you find yourself like, okay, girl, what is this? Um, and you, if you find yourself ever having a moment you where you would judge yourself if you were not yourself, <laughs> then you <laughs> then may or may you not, you <laughs> may or may not be in a situation shit. Like if this right. wasn't me, if I saw me doing what I was doing right now, how would I feel about it? <laughs> if this was one of my homegirls, how would I advise her? Mm-hmm. How would I be looking at her right now? That's how you need to turn around and look at yourself. Hold that mirror up. And you can try, you can try to convince yourself something or something, but you know, when it's not, you know, when it's not, when you got to do all that convincing, you know what it is when you sitting there at 3 PM and you ain't heard from this nigga, not a, all day. So listen, for, let's stop there. For days. Let's stop there and say this. I'm gonna stop. I feel like we need to say this. I am not judging. I want to make this disclaimer. If you are in a, in, if you are just in a place right now where you're not really looking for a relationship and you're just out living your life and doing you and it works oh, yeah. for you, then I fully endorse that. I fully, 100%. um, no, I'm not here saying that situationships 
are all bad um, at all. I feel like it's a matter of personal preference. And you absolutely can, and it is whatever it is that you want. I, this I guess you could say this segment is for people who are in situationships but and want, don't want to be and want to be in relationships and they're trying mm-hmm. to navigate, you know, whether or not it is transitioning from a situationship to a relationship or transitioning out of a situationship. Um altogether so we should have said that in the beginning but yeah i'm not here saying you can't do you and you know so you know this may not apply to everybody but this is for the people who have found themselves who looked up one day and was like i'm dating a hologram it's nobody's fault but mine but i am (laughs) and um like why do i want to hear hear from this nigga after 11 right so (laughs) that's what that's what this is about uh, sorry, right. it took us a little a little time to get here, but but that's what this is about. <laughs> and that being said, this this um we found this article just by googling situationship. It's written by mm-hmm. a young lady named Aiden. I think Aida Aida Neal. Aida is it seems mm-hmm. like Aiden A I A I D A N Aiden Aida Aida Aiden Aida Oh maybe it is Aiden Aiden Neal Aiden Okay. Or it could be Aiden. I don't know. Either way. But she wrote um, a blog about uh, situationships and she's defining them also from the space of like, how do you know that you're in one? And her third characteristic is what is your main, if your main, if your main means of communication is texting, then you may be in a a (laughs) situationship. So to that, I say there are some I'm not one of these people, but there are some people who genuinely don't like to talk on the phone. Yeah. Um, but again, I mean, I guess the other side of that is that, you know, you ought to, but you not. ought to have like an actual <laughs> conversation. Every and, once in a while. Every I find that. Again. I find that. So I have also like. I know that I've put niggas in situationships. <laughs> like I have been the, the the guilty party as well as the receiving party of this. And you, how you know, like if you are the guilty party, is you really only want to text this person. Like I'll text you. Like it's cool, but I don't really want to talk to you on the phone. I find that when I've really liked somebody, like when it came to, so I transitioned from a situationship into my relationship with my husband. So I dealt with this other nigga before. We'll get to him later on. And our main means of communication communication was texting we never we never talked on the phone we did not hold conversations on the phone unless it was like i'm on the corner all right cool i'll see you in a second i'm downstairs <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that was literally all it was but when it came to my husband even if i'm not a phone person because there's only a handful of people that i'll talk to on the phone i wanted to talk to him so in the moments where we couldn't talk like if we were at work and we couldn't talk, we were texting. But the moments we could talk, we were picking up the phone and speaking to one another. And I find that that is like, that is really one of those things that solidifies kind of how you feel. I mean, maybe there are niggas out here who are really like changing the game and really fooling people by, by talking on the phone. But in my personal experience, this clearly defines a situation shit because when I had one, that's what it was. We were constantly texting. That's what our communication was. If I can add a caveat, to, a caveat, caveat. Come on, come caveat. on. If I can add a caveat to that, I think if 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 your if your main 
if, if texting is the main means of your communication, then yes. But also, if all of your communication or discussion or conversation <laughs> leads to sex or it's around, like it's about sexual things, like, mm-hmm. like, and never at any point is it just like, you know, what you have for dinner, like, or like, how was your day? How was your day? How uh, you feeling? You know, there are so many other things that we can converse about, but if, if all he wants to know is what color panties you got on and if, if he only texts you to ask you for pictures, like, like, yeah, there are, these are, these are other telltale signs. Um, yeah. What you're doing later as well. Where you at? <laughs> yeah. I'm busy till about 10, My but Lord I can link Jesus. up then. I'm sure you can. Um, <laughs> sure. number four, number four, number four, your closest friends haven't purposefully met. So mm. if there are no signs of this nigga <laughs> <laughs> intertwining oh. his life with yours, <laughs> I'm laughing because I have I have lived this. Jesus help us! Oh, <laughs> listen, down to number ten, and now to number nine. I get number I ten too. This. I'm gonna add one on. Your closest <laughs> friends have not pur- have not purposefully met him. They've heard about him, but they've never seen or laid eyes on him. He is a hologram. That's my. He's a hologram. He's a hologram. <laughs> If can't nobody if can't nobody pick him out of a lineup, <laughs> he's a hologram. Nope, not a single one. Oh, if you have to like search for pictures on the internet, like your friends be like, "Well, what does he look like?" Be like, "Well, hold on, let me see if he has a Facebook, <laughs> oh <my laughs> or God. let me see if he has an Instagram." Like, what? It, let me see. What? No, no. 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 Mm. <laughs> they send you right. If they send you screenshots from his Instagram. <laughs> Right, right. Like, did you see this? Oh, Who's us. that? I don't. Number his sister. <laughs> Number five. Uh, your yeah. friends. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Your friends, mom, coworkers know more about how you spent your day than they do. <laughs> Let me ask this. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. Because I have, I have, I don't know. I'm just curious. What is like a baseline? For like communication, if you if you're dating or talking to someone or in a relationship with someone, what is like? Should you expect to speak to them every day, every other day? Is there such thing as a standard? Like, what is a red flag for? Like, okay, I haven't heard from this nigga in three hours. I haven't heard from him in three days. Like, what? What is? Think, what is it? What is for you? I think it for you? On, well, for me, for me specifically. Again, I'm gonna go off my relationship when I was when my husband was courting me. <laughs> Come on, be courted. <laughs> I was courted, but mm-hmm. when we were dating, we spoke all day, like because we genuinely wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's not your that maybe that's not you all's thing. Maybe that's too smothering for you. But it wasn't a situation where we felt like you know it was just like oh we have to do this. No, it was because we wanted to. We were genuinely interested in the other person's life it wasn't just about like oh i can't wait to see you and you like ride you like a stallion later or something <laughs> like, <that. laughs> like it, was, it wasn't like that it was like how's your day going oh this happened to me oh for real like what happened with that it was it was like genuine interest on both parties behalf like we really were interested in what the other person had going on how their shift was going at work what they had then it was like all right well i'll meet up you with you at this time but we were talking all day it wasn't, he knew more about what was going on than anybody else because I was speaking to him all day. But if it's a situation again, like they said,
said, you they said, she said your friends, mom, and coworkers know more about how you spent your day than they do. If they're not showing an interest in what you have going on outside of what y'all got going on, that might be the signs of a situationship. Even when he says, I'm not, you know, I'm not a phone person. I don't be talking like that. Yeah, that's an excuse. <laughs> Those are the guilty parties. Oh, help them. Anyway, um, number seven, there are no pictures of you in any public setting. <laughs> Wait, no, you skipped one. I did? You skipped six. Oh, the sex is mind boggling. True. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's any anything else to say other than that. That is that is really that is the whole (laughs) encompassing reason as to why you're still in this situation. (laughs) That is correct. Dick two bomb. We'd be like, (laughs) like, (laughs) be like, yes. (laughs) Like, why are you still your friends? Bell, why are you still dealing? Dick two bomb. (laughs) Well, Lord, okay. These three. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my. Um. (laughs) Yes. Hologram, hologram set. <laughs> there are no pictures of you in any public setting. Situationships often last as long as they m- do merely because neither party is quite prepared to let go of that semblance of something. Like nobody wants to appear non-single. Ooh, that's such a word. Ain't it? Um, yeah. Cause you know, when people get in relationships, they be eager. They be eager to post a photo. Do they? <laughs> Uh, like people who are like, who in it, <laughs> people who are in it, like they're not questioning, neither party is questioning as, to, no, there's some people who are super, super private. True. That, like, I lie. Very there true. are some people, there's a difference. Like there are two different types. There's a very private couple, but they're also very invested in one another. And it's not supposed to be an appearance of being single, but it's just, they're very private. They don't want people in their business. There are people out there like that. Do not get me wrong. But then there are other people who are very eager and not, that's not shade at all. Like I definitely posted Tristan, like as soon as I felt comfortable knowing that we were together, this is what we were going to do. We were serious about one another. I didn't have any problem posting a picture of him. But initially when we were dating, I did keep him private. Like, I remember I used to go kick it with, with, with two of my friends and he would be leaving work and he would pick me up. I'd be like, all right, well, all right, cabs are here. And I'd go downstairs and get in and I'd leave. But then I slowly started like bringing him around my friends and I'd post a picture of him and it was like, all right, this is what it is. Like, this is my nigga. So I think there's two different types of people. Agreed. Number eight, they've attended weddings alone since you've been involved. <laughs> Or you've attended the wedding alone since you've been involved. Right. Yeah. They never, they, every time it's time to accompany you somewhere. But it's, there are, a, there are some reason. weddings where you don't get a plus one. <laughs> I'm caping. We're not even going to, we're not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse for these I'm niggas. I'm caping. I'm caping. I'm caping. <laughs> you trolling. I'm you irritating. I'm irritating. <laughs> I'm just saying, these are the excuses that I've heard. <laughs> And I, and I'm going to go, I'm going to tell my situationship story, but I was going to wait until we got through all the reasons. Number nine, the very last one. Go ahead, sis. You live in that vampire life. Don't nobody call your phone till 11 p.m. or after. Don't nobody, uh, come and see you until after under the cover of night. They don't want to go nowhere with you in the daytime or they don't want to be seen with you outside. You, you only get attention. Yes. You only get attention from them after the sun has set. Um, That's no garlic, really, no sunlight. That's really a huge, huge <laughs> sign that you're in a situationship. 
And that's okay if you want to be in one, but if you don't, <laughs> then hopefully, well, hopefully, uh, you know, we can help, we can help offer some, some information from our previous experiences that'll help you get your, get Absolutely. out of yours. You want to, oh, um, I want to add a number 10. Oh, I want to okay. add a number 10. You better answer this 10. lady's list. I sure am. Number 10, you never go out to eat. All you are, y'all are about that seamless Uber <laughs> Eats, Grubhub, Postmates oh, okay. life. Let me tell you, you something. You know what I'm saying? And grown folks, grown folks don't watch movies. I no, no, no. No, grown no. people don't sit like if anybody you wanna come, you wanna watch a movie. Grown people don't watch movies. No. Name a time no. you and a nigga watched a movie and made it through the credits. Grown right. people, two grown people that they don't come over and chill. Nah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we have an agenda here. Nah. <laughs> we know what this is. You trying to watch we Love and Hip Hop? No, nigga, you're not trying to watch Love and Hip Hop neither. <laughs> Okay. No, and neither am I. That's why I opened my door. <laughs> Let's just cut the shit. Oh, help us today. <laughs> but uh, no, y'all don't go out to eat. Maybe once. <laughs> the first time. <laughs> He'll take you somewhere. He'll feed you the first time. After that, you the first time. So I'm going to read um, uh, a letter from someone in, who's asked to be called a dream deferred. That's it. She says, hey, getting grown. So I have this ex, right? He is more than the best, <laughs> more of the best friend type rather than an ex from the pits of hell. We have a situationship going on and he is so wonderful. He has an unconquerable spirit. One of the most intelligent men I know knows his way around the kitchen and inspires me to stick with my fitness goals as he does his. The only issue is that he lives three hours away. So it's especially hard trying to build towards a real relationship with him. We aren't able to get that face-to-face interaction because we are both hardworking young professionals trying to work towards our doctoral degrees. We both come from more rural upbringings where everyone doesn't get this opportunity, so we are both determined. One day, he got accepted into a PhD program at my grad school, and I was bursting with joy. You see, I have been single for the last five years since we have broken up, and I thought that I was finally getting my second chance at developing something solid with him. We have been conversing on this level since high school, really, and I thought that this was it. I don't believe in going back to old relationships, but he is the exception. He's like that Achilles dick of Issa Rae's Institute. (laughs) Two days after he decided to move here, he got accepted again to another more prestigious program that was offering way more money. This was great, except it's a whole six hours away. Now, sis, I will keep it real. I was devastated. None of the men in this city that I am... None of the men in the city that I am in have worked for me. They always make me realize how great of a man he is. Plus, he tells me that he's only willing to give his time towards me. Ordinarily, I wouldn't take statements like this for face value, but he would rather hurt someone's feelings than lie. So I truly believe him. I am proud of the man that he is becoming, but I'm 25 and also ready to start settling down. Don't judge me. People in the South start families early. Getting grown. How do I deal with my distant lover situationship with all my love, a dream deferred? Okay. So ADD. Um, ADD? You, ADD. Oh, a dream, a dream deferred. deferred. I was like, what? <laughs> we can't keep saying that. So, who, you, I think first and foremost, you need to, you all need to have a conversation and, define whether what you know what you guys are going to do and if you're both willing to 
to do the long distance thing, then at least you know that you have that established first and foremost. So I think that's what you need to do first is establish if you are both willing to have a long distance relationship. And just off of what what I've seen in the email, it doesn't look like you've maybe had that conversation. I could totally be wrong. But if you haven't, I think that needs to be the first step. I agree. I think the first the first step to getting outside of a situationship that you don't want to be in is using your words. I yes. think that um, you have to not be afraid to say anything. I know in the case that I was in, there were plenty of times where I was like, oh, well, he probably means this or yeah. he did that. We, we, we are willing to see through um, and make um, I don't know. We give these niggas grace and sometimes they don't all the time <laughs> deserve. And you have to use your words. You have to be very direct. You have to say exactly what you want. I feel like this is somebody that you know. Um, yep. This is somebody that you're very close with. And yep. given, I mean, according to your email, he's expressed having similar interests, if not the same interests in you saying that, you know, he's, He's the only one, you're the only one that he's willing to give his time to at this point. So I don't think there's anything wrong with you sitting him. This is not something you want to do on the phone. You want to sit down and look in his face and just tell him, just like you told us, how you feel and ask Mm -hmm. him what he's trying to do. But the only, you just have to, and the second thing that you need to do in, you know, handling your situationship is be ready to hear, like, be ready to hear the truth. Don't go in there with no expectations um, because, you know, just it's not smart. Just don't go in there with expectations. Be ready to receive whatever information you get. If he says, oh, boo, I love you, too. We can make this work. Then fantastic. But if he says, Wonderful. oh, girl, you know, I'm just tr- let me get through this degree or like you have to be very direct and very clear. If you want a relationship and you don't want to be in this weird situationship space you have to say i do not want to be in this situationship space with you i need to know for sure if we're moving forward that we're moving forward in the same direction yep that's my biggest regret my biggest regret in the situationships the hologram niggas that i have dated i have to take responsibility (laughs) or i have to take responsibility for them because i never said this is not what i want right I, i continue to you know i continue to allow them to come and go as they please in and out of my life whenever they got ready I allowed them to do that because I felt like I'd rather take this than nothing at all or you know be with somebody who I don't really like or whatever I took responsibility for that I also take responsibility for saying I never looked him in the face and say I don't want this Mm -hmm. so I don't know that's that's the first thing yeah Yeah. you gotta you have to establish between the two of you what it is what you're doing so you have to talk to him like he has said and you have to you have to ask him flat out, like, what What do you want to do? This is what I want to do. You have to very, be very clear about what you want to do. That's the that's the number one. Like, don't do this little song and dance where we're like, well, what do you want to do? Well, what do you want to do? No, this is what I want and this is what I don't want. What is it that you want? And then you have to hear the other person out. And from there, that's how you all move forward. And like Kia said, if if it moves forward where he says he wants to be with you, cool, wonderful. If it moves forward where he says he wants to be with you, but he's got to work through it, then you might need to reconsider some things. So you going to make it a dream deferred. And let me just another, another small piece of advice that you ain't really asked for. Both of y'all are in PhD programs. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Lean in close. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> come here. Come here. Come here. 
PhD programs are difficult. <laughs> like they're, mm. they're very, 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 very hard. It's hard on you as an individual. It's a hazing process. And it's going to, it's going to be taxing for you and everyone that's connected to you. So all of your relationships, friendships, relationship with parents, relationship with siblings, dating relationships, all of them are going to be tried in this space because you're being tried in this space. So I say that to say, go into this knowing full well that just knowing full well what your priorities are. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that you can't do both. I'm not saying that you can't have both. That's that's I, you didn't hear me say that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. I want you to be conscious and aware that it's not going to be easy for you to figure out how to make a long distance relationship work and be in a PhD program. I'm not saying it's not impossible. I'm saying it's not going to be easy. Okay? Because you can't it's hard to learn how to speak nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. I don't it's know how to do impossible. it. I've been no, trying I, I, my whole life. I still mm-hmm. don't know how to do it. I don't know how to. Speak I'm it. married, and I still don't know how to do it. Like mm-hmm. I understand it. It's one of those things. Like, do you speak Spanish? I understand it. I just don't know how to say anything back. <laughs> right. It's like that. It's like you. I. I get when he starts speaking, nigga. Now that's the thing. Okay, so I've started, and, and it took me a while. It, like it took some years of living together, but. You have to figure out your language. You know what I'm saying? You got to figure, you got to figure out like that love language. It sounds like some bullshit. That's real because people receive things so differently. Like people react, respond and receive things so differently. And you all have to find that neutral ground of your love language because niggas communicate weird. I'm just saying like Yoda. Absolutely. (laughs) And it may be the case that you all can support one another through your PhD programs and be that space, be that outlet for one another. And if so, that's all the more amazing. I just want you to go into this aware of everything and just give some real thought to what your priorities are. And just remember that everything that's supposed to happen will happen. Yep. That's it. And we have one more for the honesty box. That came from the kitchen table. (laughs) We're still at the kitchen table. The honesty box is at the kitchen table today. That's right. Hi, Jade and Kia. I really hope I spell that correctly. You didn't, sis, but that's fine. I still love you. That's all right. It's just an I instead of a Y. That's Mm -hmm. all. Thank you for sharing your talents with the world week to week. You guys have no idea how big of an impact both of you have had on me, as well as many of my friends who listen to the show. I really feel like I have a seat at the table during kitchen table talk. Because you do, girl. You You do. do. That's why you're here right now. Now on to the mess. Come on. (laughs) By the way, I want to say that her email was titled how to get rid of the ghost from Christmas past. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be good. Now on to the mess. Okay, well, not mess, but on to my dramatic but not so dramatic life. I basically need some advice on how to move on from a situationship. Last year, I met a guy who I now refer to as that raggedy nigga. Same Z's. (laughs) When we first met, there were no sparks involved. I was 25 at the time and definitely not interested in dating. I was knee deep into my career and really only looking for a friend to hang out with. See, you were looking. Okay, all right. He, on the other hand, made it extremely clear that he was interested by pursuing me. At first, I thought his advances were weird. I'm not the cuddling or mushy type, but after a while, he wore me down and I gave in. Things were going well. We were spending at least four days out of the week together, doing things that normal couples would do. Then suddenly, out of the blue, things began to change. He went from constantly texting me mm -hmm, and seeing me, oh, okay, to barely acknowledging me. I mean, he literally flipped the script overnight. 
Long story short, I tried to have a conversation with him about his recent changes and he completely disappeared. I mean, straight up ghosted. At first, I thought he just needed his space, so I gave it to him. After a week went by, I tried to reach out to him, by complete, but he completely ignored my messages and calls. It did not take long for me to get the message. His silence and action spoke for him. I have a, I've had a really hard time getting over this situation. No, he was not my boyfriend, but he told me he wanted to work towards being in a relationship. Although I know I did nothing wrong, I cannot help but to feel as though I did something wrong. I'm normally good at spotting a raggedy nigger. Saying no to fuckboys has been my daily mantra. Sadly, I miss the signs with this guy. Although I know that this was all in a God's design, I sometimes feel as though I've lost something special. I believed he was a true friend and I never would have expected this outcome. Do you have any advice on how to work through this? It had been really tough. Lately, he'd been randomly texting me. I typically respond because I'm prideful and I don't want for him to think that he's gotten under my skin. I know that we are clearly not friends based off of his actions. Have either of you been in a situation like this? If so, how did you get over the hump? Please help. So, um, do you want to go first, sis? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, number one. <sighs> I think... Th- I think you know how to get out of this. That's my, like yeah. I, I think we always we always know how to get out of this. Um, I think you out of this. You out of this. <laughs> like that's I mean like, bottom line. Right so like, um, yeah, this is not. <laughs> I'm not judging you. I'm laughing because I have mm. been. I have totally been. I have been in this mm. thing, sis. Like, don't mm-hmm. and don't mm-hmm. judge yourself. I was going to say first, like, let yourself off the hook about you know. We yeah. usually have most of us, you know, think that we are really good at detecting raggedy in a nigga. Um, mm-hmm. But every now and then, that old devil will sweep in <laughs> and just you know, before we know it, we in a situation we had no intentions of being in. And first things that I have learned in terms of situationships is that. I guess for lack of a better cliche, <laughs> what niggas <laughs> what niggas do always speaks louder than what they say. <laughs> mm-hmm. What they do, how they behave, mm-hmm. will all is is a is a more telling, is way more telling um, than what they say because people say anything, people say everything. Um, so I know you holding on to what he said, however long ago. Um, but his behavior has shown you that this is not somebody who you even want to be in a relationship with because he does no. he doesn't communicate. He doesn't even he doesn't even have the decency to have a conversation with you and tell you what time it is. No. Um, and you know he's not reliable. He comes in and out whenever he gets ready. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, like I know you feel like you know you have to it's like you know I was minding my business I wasn't thinking about this nigga and I only did this because he did that and now here we are and you feel like it's not a race nobody's keeping score <laughs> nobody knows no. any of that any of that history with you so let all of that go you don't lose nothing you you lose nothing by standing up for what you want you and you always have the right to change your mind so e- sure do. even if and it's not even about pride or him getting under your skin or none of that. No, Mm-mm. this is about 
if this if if you want to be in a relationship, I'm clapping because I'm from New York. <laughs> if you want to be in a relationship, you don't want to. If you want to be in a relationship with somebody, you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who can just at you know get up on and and no, with no notice and just leave your life. Like, and you have a right to tell that nigga that's not okay. You like, do. You have a right to say, yo, listen, we've been doing this for a while. And while I see that we don't have any titles on here, like acting like that is showing me what you want. And if that's not what you really want, then you need to open your mouth and tell me what it is and change your actions on top of that. Absolutely. Like you have a right to tell him that that is trash and you are not getting ready to treat me like that because I do not deserve it. Especially if this nigga <laughs> is, is like, Listen, I have a rule. <laughs> like, especially if this nigga is having sex with you. Like, okay. If you can stick your dick in me, then you can listen to what I gotta say. You said it for me, sis. I ain't gotta say. Like, <laughs> if if like, if we are if we are if we have gotten to that point, you there's no way that you can tell me that you didn't know how to tell me something. You didn't know how to say something. I don't know how to say something to this. Like, what does that mean? This there should be no reason why you can have a con- if you can have sex with me, there's no reason why we should not be able to have a conversation. And if you cannot That's talk it. to me, then we can't then we can't have like what was that? What are we right. doing? Sir, you know me like nobody else does. Exactly. <laughs> like and so, for me, everybody doesn't get that kind of that level of access. You know what I'm saying? No. So no. I, you have to set some sort of standard. You know, if you telling me that if if we're gonna go if we're gonna go to that place for me if we if I'm gonna allow somebody in that in that space of my life, then there has to be some sort of standards by which I give you that access. You telling me that you can't handle mm-hmm. that responsibility, so you don't get that access. You don't get access to me and I'm okay. I don't care. I don't care if we didn't talk about it. I don't care if we're not in a relationship. I don't care if you think I'm crazy. The bottom line is I generally don't have sex with my friends. <laughs> like <laughs> I, gen- I generally don't make a practice <laughs> of having time. sexual yeah. relationships with people who I'm just acquaintances with. Now, exactly. if you do, and that's, I'm not judging that if that's what you do, but I'm just speaking for me. If that's, and, and if that is your space, if that's where you are, you, you have every right to say that. Every right. Every single one. And you can't, don't allow this nigga to make you feel like, oh, he's gotten under your skin or you're doing too much. You're not doing too much. You're not doing no. too much at all. Don't let him, no. don't let him make you feel that way. Like we've been naked together. <laughs> I, like you at this point. My nigga, you you gotta eat it, and cause you ate it. So, <laughs> oh God, what are we doing? Being real. So, I think this is a good time. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you about my my situationship. You know what I'm saying? And it was every blaring sign that that's what it was. And I did. I had every thought that every single person who has been in the situation has had. And now that I'm out of it, I can look back and be like, "Girl, you were stupid." You know what I'm saying? So, bus it. Um, <laughs> Not bus it. <laughs> I'm going to try to tell this as condensed as possible. Met this nigga, right? He was cool. Met him at a show. He was great. We had great chemistry, exchanged numbers. We had met in a previous work setting. Um, no, we were not coworkers, but we met in a previous work setting. And it was cool. But then when we met each other outside of that, it was like, oh, okay. So then invited him on some friend shit. You know what I'm saying? To, to go out. So that's what we did. Hung out. Then we ended up going out to eat, talked all night. It was great. Things were great. Um, then, we, then after that, that's when like the next day he was going out of town, but he was texting me the next day. Like, so I ended up spending the night that first night. Um, when we went out 
to the place where I thought we were friends there. And then we went to the diner and that's when you get into the conversation for hours and you're like, yo, I kind of like this person. And then we, you know, moved on to the physical. Yes, we did it the first night. It's fine. Like I'm, I'm an adult. It happened. <laughs> so, um, I beat myself up about it initially. I'm like, why did I? And then I'm like, no, I like this nigga. I'm grown, like whatever. So I did. He's texting me the next day. Like, how's your day going? you know, what's good? How are you? You know, uh, you know, it was like, I had a really nice time. Like the diner was cool, all of that. And we continued like that for a little bit. And then it was, it was what it was. Like we would meet up, we would do what we do. We'd eat food and then we <laughs> would go on about our way. Um, a couple times we did go out to eat and I went to like a party with him. Um, I went to another thing with him. So that's where it got kind of like, convoluted that's where it got a little that's where it got a little you know cloudy because I was going out with him I was going to different places and then there were time but then so he is the very first person to ever stand me up I got stood up in this situation um we I was supposed so I was going so I'm the biggest Stevie Wonder fan in the world for those who don't know I love Stevie Wonder like he is my end-all be-all love him know all his lyrics like I think he's incredible genius. So anyway, um, I was going to the wonderful party. That's a party here in New York and in, in Brooklyn. DJ Spinner does it and they play all Stevie Wonder or songs that are written by Stevie Wonder and people just go and dance. It's free. It's fun. It's once a year. So I was going to go to that. I was super hyped for it. I asked him if he wanted to go. He was like, yeah, I'd love to go to that. All right, cool. So I went and I got the tickets and my cousin was going to go and his friend. And so He's like, so that, so that same day that we were going to go to the party, like we had arranged by this time, we're already spending the night at each other's houses very frequently. Actually, he would spend the night at my house. Mm, telltale sign number one. So he would spend the night at my house. This was happening very frequently. Um, and that day I was running errands and I went to go pick up the tickets and I was going to get my eyebrows threaded and I ran into him on the street and he had his bag and he was like, yo, he was like, I'm actually getting ready to go here. I'm going to go here and then I'm coming straight to your house. So I have my bag ready to go. He was going out of town the next day. So he was like, I booked a car from your address. And I can confirm that because he sent me a text like, what is your address? Because I have to book a car. All right, cool. Right. So the part, so we're, I'm going to pick him up at a particular time. So I picked, so I got to the spot, called him, no answer. Okay. Waited a few minutes, called him again, no answer. Text him. Didn't hear anything. I waited there for 45 minutes. That was, that was 40 minutes too long. Okay. I should have <laughs> never waited that long. He ended up never showing. I went to the party and then my cousin ditched me because he went to another, he went to a club down the street, which was fine. But I ended up like I had a good time, but I was there by myself. If I didn't know how to have a good time by myself, it would have been tragic, but it still was like, damn, that's fucked up. This is somebody who I have regular relations with and they're going to stand me up like that's whack. <laughs> so, and I just saw this nigga that day, like this is whack. So he hits me up like three in the morning. Oh my God, my phone da -da -da -da, didn't have a charger, got stuck here, couldn't get in. Oh, nigga, your phone was ringing. So when your phone is off <laughs> and it's dead, it goes straight to voicemail. I don't know who, like who, whatever. So I did what every single person in a stupid situation ship has done before. I said, all right, and kept it moving. So we continued on, did what we did. And then got to the point where, you know, with me being a chef, I would cook for him. He'd come over, 
you know, sometimes he buy the groceries. Then he moves into another spot. And that's when I started spending the night at his house. So fast forward a year later, the first big appearance. I've gone to parties with him, but I was having my birthday and he was coming. And the next day I spent the night at his house and I met his friends and I met his roommate and we like, I did meet his friends and we became cool. And he still, you know, it still was the same thing. We'd still spend the night at each other's house several days a week. And that's what it was. So it was like we were dating, but there were no titles there. And then he was going he out of town and he ghosted on me. And he ghosted on me and did not respond to any of my text messages and literally just stopped talking to me. And I never spoke to him in that capacity again, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. And then I saw him later on. Um, I saw him maybe a few months after that happened. I went to his apartment because I was friends with his roommate by this time, who I am still friends with to this day. And, um, I, you know, went to go kick it with her and he was there with a chick and he came out and he saw me and he said, Oh, hello. Like he, like he didn't really know me (laughs) and I played it cool. I was like, what's up? Good to see you. And kept it pushing. And the next time I saw him, I was pregnant because I was hanging out with his roommate and he looked mad uncomfortable. And then after I acted like everything was all good, like, you're not about to make me, you're not about to make me shake in my boots, nigga. Like, I'm not about to show you no sweat. Then he, he kind of got comfortable after that. But he, I mean, true fuck boy behavior. Like, <laughs> but it was my fault because I rationalized it the whole time. Well, so it started with, first of all, let me say that this came after my engagement was broken off. It came some time after that, but it came after that. So this is the first person that I'd gotten to within this capacity. And yeah, it had telltale signs that we were dating, but then it also had very clear blaring red (laughs) neon light signs that this was not a relationship. (laughs) And I remember on my birthday and this, this was true fuck boy behavior too. My hair was straight. And that's when he looks at me, he goes, oh, we might be able to take this to the next level. Mm-mm. I should have shut everything down Mm-mm. then. What? We can take things to the next level. Then the next day I was like, do you remember what you said? Cause he was drunk boots. I was like, do you remember what you said? And he was like, what, what did I say? Like some real mind game fuckboy nigga shit. So he was, what did I, well, what did I say? Well, I don't, do you, rem- so tell me what I said. No, nigga, you know what you said. Stop playing. Like, you know exactly what you said. So I never, cl- you know, I, I brought it up a few times, but I didn't bring it up. And then I would rationalize it and say, oh, well, I don't even want to be in a serious relationship. You know what I'm saying? I don't even really. So I'm just going to enjoy this for what it is. That's a lie. You're spending this much time with a person. Like, eventually you want to take things to the next level. Eventually you want to see where it can go. I think that's okay. And when they don't reciprocate, it'll hurt your feelings. It is. I think it's okay. I think we try to talk ourselves out of that. Like, oh, who needs these niggas? Like, I don't know. Like, um, to, to a certain extent, sometimes it's like, well, you know, sometimes it's just business. Other times, it's like, there's nothing wrong with uh being concerned like being human and being concerned and and wanting to have like actual connection and actual relationship and build something with someone and don't let nobody talk you out of that if that's not if you know what i'm saying like don't you don't have to settle you know you don't have to settle for things that you don't um that you that you're not comfortable with 
And I, I that just means he ain't for you right. or she ain't for you. Right. And I'm I'm telling I'm speaking from a place of experience. A lot of times I've dealt with things because it's especially me because it takes a lot for me to like someone. And I'm not I'm, I don't okay. even feel like I'm a super you ain't have to co-sign like that. I don't feel I like wasn't, it was not even shame. <laughs> I'm not like a super <laughs> I don't feel like I'm super bougie and and you know uppity. I I really I don't. don't. I don't. You're not. I just, I just, you know, I like to laugh. I like to have a good time. <laughs> I like to, um, I like smart guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? You got to be quick because, you know, my mouth is quick. I need you to be quick. If you can make me laugh, if we can have like banter, if I feel like we can literally like, vi- like verbally spar and like we can hold, you know, yes. I need that. And I'm saying I have not come across that a lot. And, you know, you know, a lot of times you feel like I've tried and I've tried. I've tried to sit there and be cute and giggle and jokes that wasn't really funny. (laughs) I've tried to, like, engage in conversation that I really don't care about. I've tried to be quiet and just look cute. And that's not Kia. You know what I'm saying? And I've dealt with niggas who were who like that, um, thinking that that's what Mm -hmm. I had to do. And I'm just in a space now where it's like, no, like. (laughs) No, mm-hmm. um, and I'm not. I'm not angry or bitter. The situations that haven't worked out, um, for me previously, I don't feel no kind of way about those niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. I don't. Um, and I respect. You know what I'm saying? I understand that I can't be. Everyone's everyone's in a different space, and you know, you just grow in and out of things with people. Um, mm-hmm. but I I am just in a space right now where it's like I know what I want and. I'd like to have what I want if God will allow me to have that. And I'm just going to wait until he's ready for me to have it. Like, that's it. And if that means, like, so I don't know. A lot of times niggas be like, you picky, you bougie, you this, you that. And there are things no. that I could change about myself because I don't talk to strangers. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't talk to strangers. And, you know, I, I often feel like I have a guard up. My, you know, I have a guard up. Mm-hmm. So, like, it does take a little work for a nigga to, to like convince me. Cause you know, people like guys, a, lo- right. a lot of niggas have said a lot of things to me. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I just don't believe everybody no more. I just can't. <laughs> a lot of niggas have said a lot of things to me. Like sure you the have. only one I want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All okay. right. Okay. Okay. Nigga. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that. I have. I have. And, and I'm not that even. That sounds real. Did we date in a past exactly. life? Exactly. Like, you when I want. I swear to God, I don't want nobody else. It's like, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm just busy. You know, I'm not. Yeah. Okay. And you are. And I respect it. Be busy. I would yeah. rather you be busy than not busy. But I just want you to use your words. That's all I need. Say it. That's it. Say it. Cause I can say it. Like spit it out. I'm gonna say it. Listen, listen, babe. I got a 10 o'clock. I got an 11:30. I got a one o'clock. I got a 3:30. <laughs> okay, okay. She's yeah, booked. But niggas today. can't say that because they be lying. But I'm not, or they might not be. But I just feel like whatever case, you just get like you. Just, it's okay for you to want what you want and have the standards that it you is. have for yourself. And even if you have to wait for it, I don't care if you're 25, 35. 45 and you feel like it's too late for you ain't it ain't no it, my cousin's grandmother got married in her 60s dear god i don't want to be 60s <laughs> married but listen if that <laughs> for the second time right she got and that's after being single for years upon years like decades 
Got married. So it is never too late for anybody. It's not. I mean, and we learn from everything that we go through. So like if I hadn't had to deal with all the niggas that I, I dealt with, then I wouldn't have the perspective that I have now. So that's the kind of exactly. that's the kind of thing. That's how you have to look at your life. Like you learn so much about Absolutely. yourself to where I feel like my time won't be wasted going forward because I know what it is that I need and I know what it is that I can't tolerate. And that's, that's really it. What, what it like. So we all going to have situationships. Don't beat yourself up if you're in one. If nope. you want to be in one, that's fine. If you don't, you can you can do things to get out of it. And it's really Absolutely. quite simple. Because it's Absolutely. always going to be like, it's always going to be a nigga. Like, my grandma used to say, niggas come like buses. If you just stand in the same <laughs> spot, there'll be another one coming in five minutes. If you just stand right here. <laughs> They come like buses, like they do. City buses. They Just really do. Stand right here. There'll be another one they coming really in another 10, do. 20 minutes. Listen, I'm telling, like, walk from, uh, I'm, go, go to like New York and church and then like walk down like a block. I guarantee you, you're going to get six niggas talking to you in that block. One of them may be for you. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, okay. So we're going to hurry up and run this right on into the petty peeves really quickly. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Yes, because we are just gabbing. We're sorry, guys. Listen. Do you guys hate these the long, long, long... <laughs> I think the graduation shout outs, they're going to be shortest because graduation season is wrapping up. But are these yeah. long, um, y'all let us know if these long, um, episodes are too much because we can just shut up. We can. We sure can. Uh, we can be quiet. We can. Sis, do you have a petty peeve? Why, um, yes. Mm, Go for yes. it. Okay. I'm going to, uh, take this one from Kristen. Who said, folks who knowingly disturb us non-morning people with their shenanigans prior to allowing us to have the proper caffeine intake. This may only be petty in my situation because it's aimed directly at children. (laughs) (laughs) Before you judge me, please allow me to explain. I'm a sixth grade teacher. Oh, God bless your soul. That is the worst age in life. I'm a sixth grade teacher at a Title I school not far from Charlotte, North Carolina. I love my job and most of my students. However, I have to focus in order to be pleasant before 8 a.m. without caffeine. I have natural resting bitch face. Sarcasm is my first language and my default setting is petty. I don't want to be responsible for hurting some poor baby's feelings because I hadn't ingested enough caffeine to not be trash yet. Sidebar, self-awareness is the plug. So I begin each school year by doing the proper grown thing and kindly asking my students to reserve their foolery until I finish my coffee. I do so with the explanation that this is for their own protection. Most of my students heed the warning. One even bought me a coaster for my birthday that reads, I start working when my coffee does. But there's a handful that insist on beginning their shenanigans when I'm only two thirds of the way into my mug. I try to give further warnings. For example, I haven't had enough coffee to deal with this responsibly yet. Please give me five minutes. Honey, I get, let me, I'm sorry. Get, let me get three more sips and I'll be all right with you. There's also what my student calls the face. I'm not sure what it looks like. That is a black mama face. Mm. I can tell you exactly what they're talking about. That's that I'm about to like, um, you are about, I'm about to destroy your life if you don't get it together in the next millisecond. 
Anyway, I'm not sure what it looks like, but I hear it's pretty scary. Even other students try to help them, but they refuse to listen. I wish these little babies would leave me alone. The last thing I need is somebody's mama going to the school board on me because I said or did something I shouldn't have. Try Jesus, not Mrs. B before she finished her coffee. I know, that's right. <laughs> I, this resonates with me because, and I'm not one of those, I have, yes, I have a Keurig. Thank you, Crystal. I love you so much. Um... And I use it on the weekend. I need to start utilizing it before I get to work. Maybe that will make my my commute more pleasant. But I generally don't ingest my coffee until I get into the office. And people who want to discuss things or talk to me before I've had that, it really works my nerves. Unless you're telling me, let's go get a cup of coffee together. Unless you're saying that to me, then we don't really need to talk until that is finished. So I, yes, I appreciate this. Mrs. B. Yes, Mrs. B. I too. I don't even drink coffee like that, even though like work has been so intense these last few weeks that I've started drinking coffee. You sure have. I'm proud. I don't I ain't have none. I'm on this cleanse right now, so I haven't had any, but there is something to be I'm not a morning person at all. Like at, at all. All no. Oh God. I just it really never gonna catch me in the gym in the morning. I am not one of oh. I don't care what kind of fitness regime I'm on. Don't ask me to go to nothing before work. I don't believe in working out before work and I don't believe in working out during work and showering in a public. No, I'm cool. No. <laughs> I just feel no, like I hate the morning. I love my bed so much and it's always so mm. hard for me to leave it. That's it. Um, but yeah, mm. I can relate to everything that you said, Miss B. I'm going to read a petty peeve from the email box as well. Um, there's some about, uh, there's been a lot about bathroom, like, um, <laughs> bathroom etiquette. Um, especially yes, for, um, people who have roommates and, seen quite a few of those and things of that nature so i'm gonna read a couple um we have one who says please close the shower curtain after you take a shower (laughs) no one wants to see the shampoo (laughs) bottles or soap scum you left everywhere especially if you found (laughs) the shower curtain closed Mm. um another person was talking about she titled her uh she titled her um email toilet paper iniquity And it was all about how people, I guess she has roommates and they don't replace the toilet paper when, um, (laughs) when they are finished using it. She has, she lives in New York City. Um, her petty peeve is very simple. She's very passionate about it. Toilet paper. When you use the bathroom and you're the person who finishes the roll, just replace it. It takes all of 45 seconds for you to get on up and go over to the supply closet. What kind of vagabond leaves an empty (laughs) toilet paper roll in the bathroom for someone else to deal with? What kind of uncircumcised Philistine acts (laughs) with that kind of reckless disregard for other people's hygiene and comfort in their own home? Why would you disrespect another person living like that? I'm sure everyone has experienced the feeling of going to the bathroom and looking to your right when you're done and realize there is absolutely nothing there but an empty roll. She talked about how she, she, um, she, she was petty. She said, uh, 
I live with strangers and I was fed up with this behavior. I unfortunately allowed myself to be used as a vessel of pettiness and tried to, <laughs> and I tried to, to make this a teachable moment for my roommates. I went into the bathroom and saw that empty roll. I was livid, so I didn't replace it. I just went and got my own roll of toilet paper and took it to my room. I thought to myself, surely when you use the bathroom and have to suffer through the inconvenience of being greeted by, um, the toilet paper drought, you will learn to have some manners. <laughs> this morning, I went to the bathroom expecting to not only see a fresh roll of toilet paper, but also an apology note, a bouquet, or some kind of gift, something, because now you understand what I've been going through for all these months. Imagine my surprise to find that not only did you not leave behind your apology gifts, but you also still left the same dry Empty roll you left the day before. So not only are you thoughtless and inconsiderate, you are trifling and nasty because I heard you use the bathroom and you did not wipe yourself. Do not touch mm, anything that belongs to me. We're through here. Best looking for a studio apartment. I know <laughs> that that's is right. disgusting. That is that is you are trifling. That is trifling. You got to get up and replace it. You got to get on up. Listen, you got to get the toilet. Jodeci reunited tonight on VH1 for that Dear Mama special. Did they? they did. Look at that. I, I don't know. Um, I'm very concerned. I was not happy about it when I heard because the last time we saw sure. Casey, Jojo, and I think it's, a, is it Devontae? Devontae. I think mm-hmm. it's because it's three of them. Oh, oh, that's right. It's not four of them anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um yeah, I'm I don't know how excited I would be. I mean, that was like, you know, when Alexander O'Neill came back to the BET Awards. It was the BET Awards. Mm. It was something on BET. Alexander O'Neill sang and I love Alexander O'Neill fake. You know, if you were here tonight, I love Alexander Saturday Night Love. I I love Alexander O'Neill, but sometimes your faves need to just stay back in the 90s and 80s where they were. Alexander came out toothless. Mm. You couldn't understand anything he's saying. And it was a travesty. <laughs> so, so, so terrible. Um. Anyway. Yeah. That's Petty Peeves this week. Oh, no, wait. I have uh, Chastity. Chastity's back. Chastity oh. um had a Petty Peeve a few weeks ago, but she has uh, some sweet mates that she'd like to read. She said... um. As a 22-year-old student, I've been having to deal with roommates for going on five years. I'm an only child, so I'm very particular about my space. However, I think we all will be able to agree that these petty peeves, um, that my sweet, um, with my sweet, that about my sweet mates whom I share a bathroom with. Number one, turning on the faucet after using the restroom, then turning it right back off to create the illusion that oh. she has washed her hands. Girl, I know you didn't oh. wash your hands. That's so nasty. Number two, long, stringy, blonde hair on the floor in the sink. <laughs> Now, we all shed. I get it. But my hair looks like little fur balls because natural. However, her <laughs> hair is long and sticks to every darn thing. So it's hard to sweep up and clean up. Mm. And it ends up in the weirdest places around the house. I feel like I have a puppy. Ha! Number three. <laughs> not wiping up the counter or the stove after you've made a mess from cooking. Oh, she said, I yes. fabuloso and Clorox the apartment down every Saturday morning to the sounds of Mahalia Jackson. Because you was raised right, Chastity. That's how you <laughs> Soon I <laughs> Trouble. Oh my Lord, have mercy. 
<laughs> Number four, last one. Improperly disposing of feminine hygiene products. Oh my goodness, who raised you? What? I will spare you all the details, but it's ridiculous and I'm fed up. I typed this on the apartment hunt for a studio apartment because my mental health is in jeopardy. Chastity, you need to get with the last girl because <laughs> y'all are yeah, out here. Need to become y'all, yeah. y'all will have a, 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 a clean bathroom with plenty of toilet paper. Listen, because these... Listen, a whole room- house. You all can scrub down to Mahalia together. Absolutely. Roommates. Roommates are tough. Roommates are very Roommates tough. Are rough. Absolutely Ooh, tough. When I had, I had a blog a few years ago called theglamnerds.com and I had a, a whole whole post dedicated to how to clean the bathroom when you had to share bathroom in college like whether it be with the community bathroom or your suite or whatever mm-hmm. there are things that you can do to make sure that your space when you clean it is clean that was one of my most uh like that was my most popular post and people still talk about it that it does today. not take a lot <laughs> they should because it doesn't take a lot to properly clean a bathroom Throw some comment in the tub. Scrub that boy out. Put a little bit in the toilet. Listen. Make a little solution with some essential oil, some bleach, and some water. Spray your toilet down. Wipe it down. Wipe me down. And the sink. And, you know, hit the, hit the mirror real quick. Like, it don't take much. Sweep up the floor. Mop it. You know what I'm saying? Get your little Swiffer wet jet, little maxi pad. That's what this Jamaican lady said on this video one time. You need to mop. So you'll use a Swift. It's a big maxi pad. Oh my god! (laughs) Like you can just Swift for the bathroom real quick. It doesn't take a lot to keep your bathroom clean. Don't be disgusting. It's it's a shame how many adult people don't keep a clean bathroom. It's really jarring. That's why we're signs of times, perilous times we're living in. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, we are done because we are talking. We sure are. Jesus Christ, we are done. Yes, and it's time to listen. It's time to go. We love you guys. Thank you, <laughs> listening for episode seven. Um, we'll be back next week for episode eight. Uh, continue to share and comment and rank us on iTunes. Thank you for commenting on SoundCloud. I think can we tell them? I think we've we have over a hundred thousand listens since we've hey. since we've launched. I think that's pretty yes. flipping amazing. Cause I was really, that means you all are amazing. Yes, I was really banking about twelve or thirteen of y'all to to, to be um. Listen, well, there's about twelve, thirteen of them listening because they don't like it, but it's fine. They're still listening. <laughs> just, I don't know. Well, thank you guys. Y'all are still listening, but especially you guys, especially to you all, especially to you who listen because you don't like. Make sure that you drink your water, <laughs> you moisturize, because your black is definitely about to crack. If it's dry. <laughs> Bye. Listen, ask Phaedra Parks. She's not gonna tell you the truth, but you can ask her. <laughs> don't don't lie like don't lie like Phaedra. <laughs> don't lie like Phaedra, because that's your black will crack like if you lie like Phaedra. Okay, yeah, bye. Your black will crack. Bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>